0: special guest we're here with dr eric green and he is a sports medicine surgeon focusing primarily on knees and soldiers um with uh st cloud orthopedics and dr green thank you for being here today
1: uh good morning kelly thanks uh thanks for having
0: so how long have you been doing what you do
1: yeah i uh i joined St. Claude Orthopedics in 1991 and uh, have had the pleasure of taking care of families here in central Minnesota uh, ever since August 1st, 1991. It's been a long time.
0: It's been a long time, but it kind of goes fast when you enjoy what you do.
1: Oh, Indeed, indeed, and that is the amazing thing. Uh, And in fact, it's even more amazing when I see how long some of my younger partners have been here. And it's it's uh, they get to be big numbers, and uh, they're younger than I am. They've been here a shorter period of time, and just means I'm old and ancient and been here a long, long time.
0: (laughs) Well, and you work with uh, people involved in in sports. So when we're talking sports medicine, I guess what age groups are we typically looking at?
1: Yeah, you know, that's the interesting thing is uh, his. Historically, sports medicine was uh, primary high school and college age persons, but uh, gosh, it—I it, take care of people through the whole spectrum of life. Um, I, uh, I take care of five-year-olds that are starting to learn how to how to skate. And I take care of sixty-year-olds that still play in a men's softball league, and I take care of downhill skiers in their seventies, eighties, and even nineties. So it it truly does involve all all the spectrum of life. Again, I I primarily take care of shoulder and knee condition. uh, But with sports, uh, really all the uh, body systems become involved at uh, one point or another.
0: Yeah, everybody is a little bit different, too. So each person you're looking at is a specific original case. True. Sports medicine, I'm always thinking like the people who are playing right now, like they're in in – football or they're in hockey uh, but I never think about oh wait a minute what it could be a, a person that has been in sports in the past has grown up loving sports but maybe had some injuries that were not taken care of when they occurred many years ago does that happen for you too sometimes oh
1: absolutely that is so that is so true um, and you're right you know with sports medicine we uh, I see kind of see two general things one is the acute traumatic thing where you know a single event has occurred and this results in an injury and and it you know, thus begins the the introduction uh, to, to patient and doctor uh, but there's also the whole concept of overuse injuries. Um, we see that a lot in uh, running athletes uh, who may develop a stress fracture or may develop uh, some foot problems as a result of the repetitive again and again and again doing the same thing. Um, it's a little bit sad that uh, so much now, instead of kids being involved in different sports in different seasons, um, it's, it's almost required or almost uh, uh, encouraged uh, for, for young people to become single-sport athletes. And I just have to say that the incidence of repetitive stress or overuse injuries are, are far more common and far more prevalent now.
0: Wow I mean that's it's sad in a way that that, that is the reason but there's a, the good thing is that you're there to help
1: absolutely yeah and we have a whole team to help uh, uh, you know we've got uh, uh, a great team of, uh, of, uh, of nurses and physician assistants and nurse practitioners and physical therapists and occupational therapists and and uh, just like individuals who who uh, partake in sports on a team, we've got a whole team to take care of those persons as well.
0: So are these the, the common reasons that people are seen for sports medicine, like what you're talking about, like legs and feet when they're running and those kind of issues?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I, a knee and shoulder uh, uh, injuries or conditions are, are certainly going to become, uh, are the most prevalent or the most uh, common. um but, gosh, we take care of people for foot and ankle problems, uh, you know, leg problems, knee problems. Uh, uh, there is uh, uh, one of our partners that that, uh, that specializes in, in putting a scope or arthroscopy in the hip. We've got several operative and non-operative persons that take care of spine uh, or back problems. Um, we've got a, a host of uh, partners that take care of, of the common risk Finger, and thumb injuries, and so really every every musculoskeletal, uh, I guess, system or or entity has has specific problems. Um, and the interesting thing is that sort of each sport or each activity is going to have uh, you know sort of more common things that happen, as I said, as a result of a single injury, or or maybe are are going to be most brought about by overuse or repetitive.
0: Use right and so well, you're a surgeon but surgery is not always the only option and i know that you guys talk about lots of different treatment options what are some of the treatment options that you have there what does that look like for people
1: yeah yeah so uh, obviously i'm an orthopedic surgeon and i i'm always surprised uh, when some people look at me cross-eyed that you know why are we discussing surgery but that uh, yet in the title of my name that's what i am uh, yet uh you know, usually with our first encounter, we're always going to consider, I guess, the least invasive, the least uh, uh, risky, the least, uh, whatever, the, I guess, the easiest thing uh, to start with. And so, so many times, um, we'll start with some home remedies. So we'll talk about ice, we'll talk about anti-inflammatories, and ACE wraps, and rest, or maybe some activity modification. Um, almost every patient will involve physical therapy first. And Uh, Many times it's just a single visit to to go and learn how to do some stretching and strengthening things to, uh, I guess, rebalance muscle systems. Um, uh, So typically we'll have tried or exhausted non-surgical things before we go to surgery. Uh, Even when we talk about surgery or at least invasive things, uh, um, we, we can look at doing injection treatments. We have tremendous success success with middle-aged and older people with, with cortisone shots. Um, in, uh, in my young athletes for decades now, we've been doing PRP or platelet-rich plasma injections, and that involves uh, drawing your blood and spinning it down and pulling out the heavy part of the serum where the growth factors lie. Um, we also do uh, stem cell injections through the office, and those are going to be derived from a, a bone marrow aspiration or, or, or drawing the bone marrow out and spinning it down or one of my partners also does this um, by, uh, by biopsing uh, some fat or love handles and, and breaking that up and, and pulling out the stem cells so,
0: Wow you can do he so many things
1: absolutely absolutely so there, there's a whole spectrum of, of treatments that uh, again many times uh, or sometimes may end up with surgery and there are also certain conditions where that's our first consideration. Yeah. You know, if you're a young, active person and you tear your rotator cuff, if you've torn your ACL, if you've broken a bone, uh, typically we're going to look at, at surgery as the quickest way to recover.
0: And so all of these things that you were talking about, St. Cloud Orthopedics handles it all under one roof, though.
1: That's the great thing. Yeah, I've got some awesome partners. And as uh, I alluded to, we have some uh, non-operative uh, uh, doctors that work with us. We have... A spine. We have trauma. We have hand and wrist. We have foot and ankle. Uh, we have reconstruction. We have sports medicine. Uh, I probably left something out, but you're right. Uh, each of us has uh, um, has tried to sort of specialize or or develop particular interest in a in a, a specific realm.
0: After um, I had someone else on, and they were talking about uh, robotic. Assisted surgery, and how, that's a new technology that's being used by St. Cloud Orthopedics for lots of uh, joint injury. Can you tell us about what that is, and how you like using that, and what the patient advantages are?
1: Yeah, wow. That uh, you know, I, I I found it interesting that uh, um, computer-assisted and robotic-assisted uh, whatever is prevalent in, in pretty much every industry it seems, except for maybe art and medicine. Uh, that, uh, that certainly has been changing. Um, I, I was fortunate to be the first person in the state and the region to do a partial replacement with robotic assistance. And then also the the first uh, folding replacement with robotic assistance. Um, gosh, we've been doing robotic assisted uh, surgery for a, uh, about eight years now, I believe. It, it could be a little bit longer. Time flies. Uh, yeah. But the St. Cloud, St. Cloud Surgical Center purchased a robot, uh, uh, again, probably eight years ago, and subsequently purchased two more robots. So uh, I think when Minneapolis uh, had one robot, we had uh, three robots at the St. Cloud Surgical Center. So it's it's become a, a, a quickly evolving field. It's something that... Uh, for the most part, we're using for joint replacements. Uh, I think the future of robotic assistance uh, in orthopedics is is tremendous and exciting. Uh, but right now, we're we're pretty much limited to uh, to knee replacements and hip replacements. Uh, the platforms are are being worked on and are being evaluated for again hip arthroscopy for um, for shoulder surgery, and I I just think it's really really exciting. Uh, the potential that we have
0: so with that robotic uh, assistance does it just help make things go quicker or is it just more accurate smoother process for you uh, quicker healing time yeah
1: those are all good points you know i think uh, as you start to work with any technology or new whatever it might be i think you just have to understand and expect that it may may take a little bit longer uh, in the early courses or early phases but as time goes on, you become pretty much time time neutral, or or again, hope, hopefully become a little bit quicker with it. But I, I think the real advantage is uh, is the way that we're able to come up with a with a custom solution for every person. So whatever your arthritic condition is, maybe different on the right and different on the left. Your arthritic condition may be different than my arthritic condition. And so with the robotics, we're able to give you and your joint a custom solution Um, so i think i think it's the custom uh application of it but then the precision and the accuracy is is unreal uh you know when we use standard ways of measuring things or cutting and preparing things we we look at success or acceptable outcomes being within uh maybe two millimeters or two degrees and now with these robotic systems that we have we look at uh at kind of dialing in that precision to one-tenth of a degree, or one-tenth hmm. of a millimeter. So it's it's about it's about 20 times more accurate and precise.
0: Incredible. And after yeah. surgery then, does the physical therapy then play a role in sort of regaining full motion of knees and shoulders?
1: Yeah, and I think that's such, uh, such an important thing. Um, you know, I, I have rare persons that come in and say, well, I'm not going to do any therapy, and and it doesn't really make any sense to do the surgical procedure or the treatment. I, I just think that physical therapy is a really important and critical part of anyone's recovery. Um, you know, many times we'll do that before surgery, as we talked about earlier, to see if maybe, maybe that's all it takes—that maybe you don't need surgery. Um, mm-hmm. But the physical therapy is absolutely a critical element uh, after, after a surgical procedure to get back motion. But, gain strength to uh, uh, learn how to do simple things how do you get dressed with only one hand how do you uh, you know take a take a shower without uh, whatever infecting your wound or or doing simple things like that that the therapist can give you some great insight
0: that's incredible what one other thing I, i found out about you guys is that you received the best of central minnesota award for physical therapy for six years in a row so that's saying a lot
1: yeah, isn't that amazing? <laughs> that's so fantastic. And I, I just want to thank everyone out there, uh, those that nominated and voted for us. Uh, but the Orthopedic Sports Center has been around for for decades, and they're fantastic people, and, and we get to work uh, closely with each other. Again, that's part of this team approach. Um, and the fantastic thing is that the, the therapists have uh, these these uh, either pre- or post surgical protocols that, that we work jointly at the uh, – Sometimes each physician has their own protocol, but a lot of times we'll have a team protocol that we follow. Um, and, and along the recovery course, if someone's in uh, seeing the physical therapist, if there's an issue or there's a concern, it's so easy for that therapist to pop over and, and grab me or my physician assistant and, and pull us out of clinic say, hey, can you come and take a look at this is so-and-so or you know, young Sam is here. I've, I've got these concerns. So again, it, it, uh, it, uh, I, I think it just provides better care
0: all around. Absolutely. Now Ortho Direct, can you tell me a little bit about Ortho Direct? We just have a few minutes left here, but I, I'm thinking that OrthoDirect was closed for a while, but it, it is now open on Saturdays again.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the 2020 has been a crazy year. The whole pandemic and how we've had to respond has been been really challenging. Um, you know, we want to provide the best care, but in the safest manner. Um, so yeah, you're right. That uh, Ortho Direct is uh, is up and running again. It has been for a while. Um, so we provide that uh, service at 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at our main office in Sartell, and then from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the South Saint Cloud clinic. Um, and now with uh, uh, high school sports starting up again this week, uh, we've started to open up the, the Saturday hours as well. Uh, physical therapists have been seeing patients on. Saturdays, but uh, now we'll uh, we'll open up the ortho direct clinic on Saturdays from eight to twelve to kind of align itself with uh, with the start of the, the high school sports season. Um, yeah, it's something that we adopted to uh, to try to see people in a more timely manner, um, so that we try to accommodate walk-in patients or same-day appointments. Um, and you know, I think the advantages, uh, although you're going to have a wait or it may take a little while to work you into the the system of the schedule. And hopefully it's a quicker way and an easier experience than than sitting in the ER for for hours, uh, especially with with conditions and things that maybe are are more reasonably treated in the office rather than the emergency room.
0: Absolutely. What's one of your uh, most memorable experiences being a, a sports medicine surgeon, Dr. Green?
1: Oh uh, wow memory and uh, lots, lots of experiences. Uh, you know, I, I think the treatment of dislocations for sports medicine is, is always uh, 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 such a gratifying thing. Uh, if you've ever had a joint that's dislocated, it's miserably painful and,
0: yeah. and
1: many times if we can get to that person quickly on the field or wherever, um, just do the matter of the examination and, and uh, anyway some gentle touching and, and just talking about things. Before you know it, the joint's back into place, and I, I think uh, I think the athletes are always amazed at, at, uh, that they didn't have to go to surgery or, or have something more invasive done. Um, I guess our recent experience is I've had the, the pleasure of taking care of a family, a local family. That, uh, um, mom, you know, around not quite 50-ish, told her ACL, and we were able to manage that with grace and therapy. She's done remarkably well. And our 17-year-old son has gone and torn his ACL and oh. just had surgery a week or two ago. And but So here in the same family, they, they recognize that with the same injury as we apply age-appropriate treatment regimens or protocols, I, I, I think they're kind of amazed that they're both doing well, but one with surgery and one without.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Well, we have to go. I know we're out of time here, but um, it seems to me like when people are really looking for a doctor, it might be it might be any kind of injury, like with your shoulders or, or your knees. But if they want to contact St. Cloud Orthopedics directly, they can do so, right? They don't have to have uh, their doctor give them a recommendation?
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We, we have no requirements about uh, only seeing patients on a hospital basis. Now, some individuals' insurance, Policies or programs may require or mandate that, uh, but that's a simple phone call away. Uh, yeah, keep following us on social media. I think there are avenues to uh, access or make requests of uh, information and appointments. Uh, uh, but uh, but hopefully a simple phone call away when. Uh, when the the switchboards aren't uh, backed up.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you uh, stopping by and kind of talking to us about this stuff because I think it's things people are afraid of, and so it's nice to know that everything is under one roof and they don't have to be, like, running all over central Minnesota trying to get something taken care of. They can go to one place and have everything covered.
1: Absolutely. It's been a pleasure, Kelly, and uh, thank you, and I wish everyone well with their sports injuries and uh, other conditions.
0: It's Dr. Eric Green with St. Cloud Orthopedics.